Welcome to Think Like a Penguin, The Art of Flying. This is the podcast to help you think outside the box, live more confidently against the grain and become your more authentic self. Penguins don't traditionally fly, but what's to say they won't one day? Just a disclaimer on this one, we do talk about some sensitive issues around sexual assault, very graphically talk about sex. So this is not a podcast for little ears. And if you do feel like you may get triggered, this is a warning before you start listening. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited for this episode. We are talking all about sex. Oh my gosh. And I've only got (laughs) one person in my life that I feel would actually say yes to this conversation and that is Hannah. <laughs> Thanks Han, legend. Should I feel honoured by that? Or? No, I just, I just, I love it because you have specifically said you'll talk about whatever, you won't, yeah. you won't have Very open books. Super open book. So Han, you wear number 69 on the back of your cricket <laughs> shirt. I think that says it all. Um, we know each other from cricket. So um, yeah, we do. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I do want to start this conversation. Obviously, a lot of what I talk about is from a place of privilege, being a white Western woman. Mm -hmm. And on the way here... Because we're at your, we're in your flat. Mm-hmm. So any noises that happen, not my fault. The Hannah's, the Hannah's Hopefully from the neighbours are doing yeah. it. Or oh, great! <laughs> yeah. No, but it'd be perfect. No, I don't want that backdrop. I've actually never heard that. This is good. Um, <laughs> but on the way here, I was listening to the news, and it was all about Iran and how oh. women are being obviously killed by the morality police and all this stuff. And it made me think, oh my gosh, how privileged are we that we can have an open, casual light-hearted conversation about sex yeah that we are in a world where we can express ourselves freely sexually and I think it's just really important to acknowledge that before we start talking that to be able to even have this conversation and to have stoned or whatever it is you know it's murdered or on the cross or whatever they are yeah Yeah. absolutely and I'll share a story actually about um an experience that horrified me with stoning Mm. actually I'll start with that so I am for those that don't know I am I would identify as a lesbian so Mm -hmm. I've only really had um intimate relationships with women I have had sexual experiences with men but I've never considered that I would date men Mm -hmm. Um, you on the other hand have had only experiences well intimate experiences with men relationships yeah Yeah. with men and relationships with men I've had intimate experiences with females yeah (laughs) so I I thought that'd be fantastic to kind of bounce off each other because I've got some questions specifically about heterosexual sexual experiences yeah um and I can throw some back at you yes (laughs) you have all the questions um in terms of the stoning which is why I thought about it was because I was in Zambia and I was volunteering doing a kind of AIDS awareness voluntary position in orphanages and going around schools and that was over a couple of um it was about two months actually when I was at university and one of the first days we were in this just generic office and there was local people there and obviously some of us volunteers from the university and there was this article in the paper and three men had been put to basically trial and they the villagers had agreed that they should be stoned for gay behavior or gay accusations and I was absolutely appalled yeah and that I think was one of the most horrific scary sad like confronting 
My first real proper experience of homophobia, obviously that's on a huge level yeah. and that's very different to anything yeah, yeah, that yeah. us Westerners would yeah. experience. I feel like we've come such a long way from that. Yeah. But... Well, that was only five, ten years ago. And it's oh, probably wow. still... Yeah, so when I was at university, I went... So to reiterate as well, I'm only going to talk from, and we're only going to talk from our experience mm, course, yeah. and the experience of a Western... I'd say progressive culture. Yeah, obviously. yeah, exactly. We can't Lucky. speak for all of those people that are in forced marriages or mm-hmm. who aren't allowed to have sexual experience before they marry because of religion or culture. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to be quite a biased yeah. um, chat, and obviously we're going to talk quite explicitly about stuff. But um, yeah, we we again we're very privileged to be able to mm. talk about these things and to have experienced them. Yeah. So we'll dive straight in, shall we? Let's do it. (laughs) Shall we? In a quick little synopsis, Mm. and I didn't prep you for this, but (laughs) a little kind of sexual experience rundown from your first to the current day. I'll go first, Mm. just to Mm. so you can have a think. But maybe, yeah, just in a few sentences, what we've done individually. Yeah, sure. And um we'll leapfrog from there so bizarrely I actually lost my virginity at 18 with two men mm. and I do always laugh and I've think, heard that story before I do think I, is that why I'm a lesbian it's crazy it that so that it's such an intense intense first yeah sexual experience yeah, yeah it's crazy well it didn't last long I'm gonna say a few minutes <laughs> <Those> poor lads <laughs> Um, I think they were trying to do something to me that I was uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as a first, I didn't know what was normal or what yeah. was the right thing to do. But I do remember very distinctly saying, I'm not happy. I'm not comfortable. I don't drink. So I think that's really good in that um, I've always felt empowered yeah. in sexual experiences to to stop it, to end it, to kind of um, not control it, but, you know, to feel safe in mm. every sexual experience I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, that's I digress. But there, there has been a few incidents of assault, but I'm not. I was didn't even think that would come up. Mm. But let's go back. Yes. So uh, I started to put my clothes on. Politely, kind of declined the offer of, <laughs> of a threesome with two men. By the time I'd left um, or got my clothes on to leave, they were already kind of being intimate with them, each other. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And I, yes. Still like, all right, see ya. Yeah. We're going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think they were very drunk. So anyway, that happened. And then it wasn't until a couple of years later that I had my first experience with a woman, mm-hmm. which was awful. I, I didn't like it at all. And I thought, oh, no, like, I'm not, I'm just not going to be a sexual person. Mm-hmm. I just obviously don't like sex. Did you feel growing up drawn to males or females? more f- absolutely females okay. and we'll definitely right from a young age yeah and we'll definitely chat about that later because okay. I think that's really important when we talk about I really want to discuss when people ask stupid questions to lesbians oh, okay. all right and I I think it's important to acknowledge that I'm pretty sure I started to feel an attraction sexually at the normal age that people do which is when they go through puberty so mm. just because I started to fancy women doesn't mean I'm going to do that when I'm 40, necessarily. Yeah, you don't change like, your mind later on. Yeah. yeah. Well, some people do, but well, yeah. I <laughs> I started having sexual urges at the same age that most people would, mm-hmm. going through puberty, and it just so happened that that was always 
girls from the get-go. It took me many years to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, essentially that was my, always my first preference. Mm. Um, so after my first experience, I then felt I had to become gay, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. <laughs> Poor little old gay me. I felt like I had to dress butch. I was going to say, did you shave your head? Yeah. Part of your head. I did. I yeah. did. I had a short hairdo. I dressed like a man. Like I was so confused because yeah. I, I had no experience yeah. or had no one out there who was a feminine lesbian that I could go, oh, I can be feminine and I can date yeah. women yeah. or have sex with women. So yeah, I went through this whole over gay phase, which was really uncomfortable because mm. I clearly wasn't myself. I didn't attract the right kind of people. And yeah, over the next few years, I I dated um, a couple of um, different women. I probably slept with, I think I stopped counting maybe when I was 30, but I, I figured I probably slept with about 30 different people mm-hmm. um, from the age of like 18 through to my 30. I don't know whether that's normal or not. And I've, I've had threesomes with both men and women. I think I've had six or seven threesomes. Mm-hmm. So quite an experience. I've only slept with four men with just the man there. So mm-hmm. just myself and a man. And all four experiences were kind of curiosity I get this weird like two-year itch where I feel like I want to just check that I'm actually not (laughs) straight I've heard you say that before as well and so I've gone there and I'm like ah yeah nah nah we're good thanks I'll go back to women so yeah that's kind of me in a nutshell your turn cool all right um so I lost my virginity at 17 um so I'm now 32 um at 17 it was a very lovey-dovey um loss of my virginity so I was in a relationship with the guy um he was a bit older than me but he um lit candles and you know all of like he what sorry lit candles like it was all oh lit candles <laughs> I, I thought you said lick oh sorry lick candles <laughs> no it's very what sweet is licking lit handles can- like there were candles around the room and I literally have visions of everyone oh, licking sorry. handles <laughs> of like door no the opposite <laughs> quite lovely um yeah so it was really sweet um you know he checked in on making sure I was okay and all of that kind of thing mm, so it was really sweet that's lovely. um I was with him for just under two years um and then when we split up I had that I was with a few different men I'd probably say like maybe eight in like maximum and probably about it was probably in the space of two years yeah I was with a few partners like just like sexual yeah yeah. but they were all friendships they were all like people I knew um and like multiple times there was never one night stand and was it always known that you're just friends with benefits yeah and that was comfortable and everyone's happy with the arrangement yeah Yeah, Yeah. cool and then I got into a relationship with my previous partner um and we were together for eight years so I was only with him for eight years so quite a small amount of people in a large space of time yeah um but then in recent years so I suppose we split up four years ago uh-huh. and in that four years I have um how would you say <laughs> um been experiencing um I, I think the best thing is just my mind is so open now I think when you're younger um you have a mindset of um 
I suppose in society there's a bit of shame, there's slut calling and whatever else. Yeah. Um, and I felt back then you have to share a lot with people. But now I just feel that a sexual relationship is literally between those people and no one else's business. Yeah. Unless you're in a relationship, of course. Um, so I suppose, yeah, I've been really open-minded. Um, I've explored my body and helped other people explore theirs. Um, so, yeah, I think I used to think sex was quite a dirty thing, but now yeah. I really don't. It's actually beautiful and it helps you know, I suppose, more about who you are Yeah, is my opinion. So I think you've hit on a really interesting point and there are a lot, like the fact that you were the only friend that would, openly go yeah cool I'll chat about sex oh yeah <laughs> and I've mentioned it to various other people close to me and they're like oh my god no like yeah. I can't believe are doing that and it's something that hopefully every single human being experiences oh, I hope so. so why on earth are we still so like it. weird yeah. about it and taboo and yeah yeah that, that that I think I um support like lots lots of people don't want to talk about it and you know obviously you read the room and you go okay they don't want to talk about it but then there's other people that will ask me questions and I'm more than happy to chat you know yeah. with people so yeah so great I'm, well then they're open-minded and not hurting anyone let's answer <laughs> some of those questions for people that maybe have curiosity but aren't comfortable to sure. talk about it all right also disclaimer and I obviously say this with everything but I'm not an expert I'm not a sex therapist I'm not you know I have qualifications in sex I wouldn't even say I'm particularly you know advanced or no but we're just two mates having a chat about it so please don't take any advice or anything we talk about as Mm. sacred or (laughs) (laughs) we're not your doctors yes and I do have an amazing sex therapist that I've actually seen on and off for a number of years Hmm. So if anyone listens to this pod and is like, oh my God, I need to know more, I can refer that person on. She is incredible. She's amazing. Perfect. So let's maybe start with the differences with gay and straight or just open up about some curiosities there. Hmm. I really wanted to talk specifically at some stage around stupid questions that I've been asked over the years and why there's this almost disrespect and... Um, vulgarity around being a lesbian and how it kind of gives people license I'm specifically talking about men really here but mm. it's definitely females as well I mean I'm guessing yeah I think females you're... are maybe a bit more polite or or discreet about finding out answers yeah true. whereas I'll just say a few things that I've been asked over the years you're like can I guess some yeah go for it yeah yeah <laughs> and this then is a good game yeah go on like I reckon there would be like a lot of references about scissoring that would come up. Yeah, actually, that one's only really been about from girls. Oh, women make a joke about scissoring. Okay, yeah, there'd be a lot of blood. Can I just clarify? <laughs> scissoring, which I think is the slang term for when two women kind of interlock their legs yes. together. I'm doing the sign now. Yes, no, I was also wanting to do that. <laughs> I so didn't want to. It might be offensive. The vulva is connected or touching. And usually, obviously, there'd be some kind of wetness there. So it actually feels amazing. But from a practicality perspective, it's probably something you do one in 50. Yeah. Um, well that's why I've always thought like when obviously when you're a kid and you hear about scissoring I was like how would that work like, yeah I mean you can also you're not like <laughs> both necessarily lying down one person can kind of prop themselves up the hips can be elevated so I, I assume when people do the scissoring thing or refer to it they imagine that there's two women one head 
one oh, person's yeah, face. Oh, yeah, topsy Yeah. <laughs> you, you can bend your body. Like, yeah. you have a spine that moves. So, yeah, that is something that is done. Yeah. Personally, I've probably done it 20 times in my whole life. Yeah. It can be extremely um, arousing and, like, erotic. Mm. Especially, like, when you're looking at someone's eyes or you're feeling them at the same time. But... Yeah, that's a that's an annoying one that people are like. That's clearly all they must do. And we'll get into what we do later. But I reckon that there would be a lot of um, males wanting to join in. Yep. Um, like a regular question, like, yep. oh, "Do you need an extra person?" Or yep. Um, that's kind of what comes to mind. Okay, but there's even more stupid ones. Okay, than that. go on. So then I would have said, "Shave your head," all the butch sort of. Oh, so thing. quite frequently, and I'm not saying this because I'm an arrogant bitch that thinks I'm God's gift to the world but mm. I've had people go you cannot be gay you are too pretty <laughs> which is like sorry what I've also had um what a weird thing to yeah, say yeah yeah I know I think it's strange but obviously they I think I that's some sort of criteria in their head yeah. I think it's a compliment um in a way but I've also had why don't you try you know, how, how do you know if you've never been with a man? Oh, yeah. To which I now say, if someone's stupid enough to say that, I'll say, well, have you ever tried being with a man? And they'll be like, uh, uh, no. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's gross. I'm like, precisely. But then also, I mean, not that it's their business, but you could say you've been with a man. Of course I could. Yeah. But, but when someone's but being not, obnoxious, yeah, like, how, how do you know if you haven't tried it? Well, yeah. how do they excuse know me, straight not? cis yeah. man, have you tried sleeping with a man? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Um, the one that gets me is usually from strangers. So I had this actually only a month ago at a mental health awareness um, conference. So it's oh, for yeah, WAM. Yeah, so it's, that. you know, everyone's quite diverse. We've got a lot of delicate issues being discussed at this two-day conference. I was painting there and we we're having lunch and it's a networking event. So everyone's chatting to everyone. Before I'd literally put my food down and sat down, this guy had been told by a friend of mine that I was gay. I don't mind. I don't personally fly the flag. I'm not like, I don't tell anyone. I don't mm. think it's necessary. Some people are proud and they that's part of their identity. Fine. I yeah. have no issues with that. But as for in myself, I don't feel like it's anyone's business. Yeah. So I don't tell anyone. But this person had been told, never met this man in my life. And within a few seconds, oh, so how did you know? Like, when did you, what what age did you know? And it goes back to me saying, and I said this to him, I said, well, I guess I knew when you knew that you like girls. Mm. Like, I guess, every, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but I assume most people start to feel sexual urges at around puberty. So asking a lesbian when they knew they like girls is like saying to someone else, it's when like saying you go to a man, when, when do you like, having a crush on your your yeah. female sports teacher yeah. like that that annoys me because it's like yeah. you just think because yeah. also highly inappropriate yeah when's your first experience with a girl i've been asked that before i would never dream of asking a stranger when the first time they had sex was. no and i bet you also get um it's just a phase yeah oh well, well back then probably bless you mum so mum thought yeah. i was in a phase for about <laughs> three years um yeah uh, another one which is not really stupid, I think it could just be asked in a better way, is what is sex? Because I think a lot of men... What? Well, a lot of men <laughs> a lot of men assume that if they're not penetrating a female with a penis, then it doesn't actually classify as sex. 
Oh, okay. I but I, and this is just, again, my opinion. I might be completely wrong. Mm. I assume that any kind of stimulation or intimacy involving the female genitalia mm. is sex. So whether you're licking it, touching it. Oh, with two people, you mean. Inside it. Yes. Masturbation. Yes, not masturbation. Yeah, no. Okay. When, sorry, yes, to clarify. <laughs> There's got to be at least two people. <laughs> yes. So it's either masturbation or sex. Like yeah. if someone um, strokes my clitoris, then mm. that is sex. And also that leads on to, we'll get to this later, but most women actually orgasm more from clitoral stimulation than they do from internal. Yes. I think it, the, it's something like 80 to 20%. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's actually something that I've only learned in recent years, for me personally. Yeah. I used to think for so long, I was like, okay, it's just penetration, yeah. but no, no. I've never, I've never said to a man, and I would never ever say to a man, but they're not really needed. Unless no. you want their sperm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's important. The sexual experience. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased, I'm a lesbian, but I would say is so much better with a woman because we've learned to do more than just simply put your dick in and oh, yeah, bang. True. But um, there are some experienced men that know that. Good. Well, <laughs> should we flip it? Because I've got a few... I've got oh, yeah, some, ask I've me got some, some questions. questions. Sure. So, I... Okay. So, <laughs> oh my god, where to start? Liv is lost for words <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, not a good, not a good. Bit. So I'm just gonna fire away. Yeah, of course. First question: well, Whose responsibility? And I have asked you this before, but it's funny, so we'll just put it on the pod because I still don't know mm. who puts the condom on. Because I'm imagining that it'd be weird to put socks or a pair of gloves on a fully grown man. Yeah. So um, when I was in school, and you probably did this as well, I'm not sure, but did you learn to put it on a banana? We had, I think we had a carrot or something. Oh. Because I had that conversation with someone recently and they were like, no, we never did that. One of them had gone yeah, to a, a religious school, so obviously condoms weren't a thing. And that other one was much older, so he was like, he just said, no, we never did that. Maybe sex ed wasn't a thing. But... Um, so I have never put a condom on a penis. Um, <laughs> actually, actually, that's a lie because when I was with my partner for quite a long time, I was like, "Oh, I want to try," and I did yeah, that. Yeah. But in terms of like general, just um, I suppose casual partners, yeah. um, they've only ever put it on. Um, and I have request like I've this gotten to a point where we stop and put on I refer to it as a hat but we okay. can say condom a I always hat. say shall yeah. we put a hat on yeah um I have never had a man stop during sex and say hey shall we use protection it has always been me going hey let's yeah. put a hat on god it's so, so much it's, to think about so it's no either I stop yeah. And I'm the Debbie Downer that's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it doesn't happen. And that's because I'm assuming men have less stimulation, less sensitivity with a condom on. So it just purely feels better, better for them without that. it. Yes. Yeah. So for me personally, whether they wear a condom or not, I don't feel a difference. 
Um, but for men, I've had um, times with men where I've asked them to put a hat on. They or condom, sorry. Yeah. They've said um, that they don't want to because it's um, they lose like stimulation yeah. or whatever. And I've said that's fine if you don't want to wear one, but I don't want to have sex without them. So then they've tried to put them on, and then as soon as they put it on, they get they go soft. Oh. and then we've like tried to have sex and oh they're like it's because and so they're then like oh I can't perform I can't perform wow. but they're explaining to I me I have never known that I thought they were just being really selfish because no. I'm imagining if I'm like slightly overstimulated or if I'm tired or if I'm just not in the mood my sensitivity goes down I go yeah. a bit numb or I get oversensitive yeah. so sometimes I just don't feel it and I you, st- you still like work it and you still like do it because you know that the whole enjoyment of having sex oh, with yeah. your partner is yeah. It feels good, but I always thought that men were just being selfish. Yeah. I didn't realise they actually got a loss of function. Yeah, yeah. I've, there's been, like, only a select few, but I've, then I've, like, when I've bro- broached the um, subject with, like, men, like, just friends, like, yeah. you know, the pub yeah, yeah. or whatever, they've said, yeah, I can't I can't come with a condom on. Yeah, wow. So then there's been times where I have been having sex. But isn't that good? Because don't too many c- men come too early? But but they they flop, so that you can't have intercourse. Oh. <laughs> yeah, unless it's hard. It's so much easier. <laughs> like it's so much easier because you don't have to worry about. Gosh. Okay. Um. What so many questions. So many yeah. more questions. We're gonna jump around a bit, but in terms of body hair, I'm assuming that's just preference for yeah. both the female and we're talking about female males. Or females, females. We're yeah. not really going to talk about gay men. Oh, yeah, we Although don't, we will we come know. on to that a little bit because when we talk, talk porn. But anywho. Okay. Stick to the topic, Livy. My brain's like, oh, I want to <laughs> so know. So much, much. Today. Yeah. Do most men get rid of their hair or is it just... We're totally... talking about obviously south, aren't we? Yeah. Like not chest hair or anything. Just south. Let's okay. just focus on the penis. <laughs> okay. Um, area. Do you know what... <laughs> I've just had this one particular story pop into my head, so I'll tell that in a second. But majority of men that I've been with, and um, let's not expect that there's thousands or hundreds even, I'm not that, but everyone that I have been with, the majority are well-maintained. So they have shaved or, like, at least trimmed all of their area, and there's not, like, a big – you don't take their pants off, there's a big bush there. Yeah. But in saying Wait, that, would men have a bush? Yeah, at the top. Like above their... Do they? Yeah. <laughs> like a lady, but... They grow pe- pubic hair. Like, if, if a female never had any maintenance. Sorry, my, my couch is quite... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the top, if it was like, obviously there, sorry, I'm doing hand oh. gestures, that's where all of their pubes would be. Yeah, right. But then as well, their balls are sometimes hairy depending oh god. on the person oh good lord yeah. and that's when they're you <laughs> oh, sorry i'm not a bit nauseous <laughs> but then lots of men are a bit like obviously that's quite a sensitive area and people don't want to put a blade that or was my next question yeah because i know for a fact that the female genitalia especially the clitoris is something like a thousand times more sensitive oh yeah the balls are the same than what? that i know of than the penis tip so oh Balls can be sensitive as yes. well. Yeah. So they are. Yeah. I didn't know they had sensitivity yeah. there. Yeah, interesting. I mean, the well, from my knowledge, the head of the penis is definitely more sensitive. Like, I, I don't think any male... That doesn't grow hair. 
Yes. Um, no, I know that. But like they would sad. never put, yeah, but they'd never put a blade to that, like because it's that sensitive. You yeah. wouldn't cut it. Whereas you, well, I've to, seen oh. very unfortunate examples of people, boys, teenagers, men, just get hit in the ball area. Oh yeah, and it's, and it's painful, absolutely yeah. agonizing. But is it because? Oh gosh, I can't believe I'm literally about to ask this. <laughs> Go on. There's not an actual bone in there, is there? No. So a boner is not a no, no, it's no. just muscle. Because I did weirdly look up trans. Oh, sorry, not trans. Sorry, apologies. Um, drag queens mm. and how they do the tuck. And oh, I was yeah. Fascinated. Yeah, it's just muscle. Because I went to Pride and I saw it and I was like, "Where the bloody hell is it?" <laughs> this one was wearing. This queen was wearing a g-string. I was like, "That is extraordinary." A g-string. Yeah, but um, but so then, so many men do that for a laugh. Like, they'll come out in the shower or something and it's tucked and they'll be like, look, I'm a girl. Oh, really? That's funny. Wow. <laughs> or I'm um, a helicopter dick. So you, like, oh. come out of the shower and, like, got a surprise Men do that. I'd expect that from, like, children. Yeah, and you, like, spin it and it goes around. Oh, Men are children, Liz. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they really are. Um, okay. In terms of, I looked up the stats, actually. I was really interested in how frequently people masturbate because... I know people, friends who don't, and mm-hmm. I also know people that masturbate quite a lot, and mm-hmm. I was just curious. And men, 95% of all men have been masturbated at least once in their life, which doesn't Haven't. surprise me. Oh, have. Oh, have. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't surprise me. No. I, I just assumed every man masturbated. Yeah. And I think it's only 81% of women, which is still... I thought everyone did. I thought yeah. it was sort of like a necessary I would have expected thing. that stat to be lower for female. Yeah. No, me too. And I did... I, this wasn't a peer-reviewed article. This was mm. me looking on Google oh, five yeah. minutes before coming here. So <laughs> don't quote me on this. Um, so on average of 15 times a month for men and okay. on average of eight times a month for women. Oh, okay. So... Go girls. My <laughs> one question is... Do men have to masturbate? Because I've heard of this thing, blue balls, or they're like, yeah. well, is it dangerous? If I know don't? that this, and I've actually asked men this. This is the why I know the answer. Um, they, so it varies from person to person. So I was with a partner for a while who um, masturbated every day. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a thing. Sometimes like they have to. Yeah. But then I've had, I know men that like don't masturbate at all. And yeah. um, don't get blue balls and everything. So I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of like if you're a regular, like you're doing it every day. And then if you don't, yes. that's, you would then get blue balls. Because I was assuming it might be similar. I feel like the more sex you have, the more sex you want, the more turned yeah. on you are. The more you masturbate, the more you want to yeah, masturbate. Yeah, I think that's So it probably similar. just feeds yeah. in. And then I've had, and then blue balls as well comes from if you don't ejaculate. So I've been with men where they haven't come, like if they're drunk or whatever, so that you're like doing the deed, but you just can't, like, because that can happen to men. They'll be, you'll be having sex and they're hard, but if they've had too much to drink, they can't finish. Yeah. So then they'll get blue balls afterwards. So what is a blue ball? Like, it obviously doesn't turn blue. No, no. I think it's just that they're like full and sore. Ah. It's like a build, I think it's like a build up of sperm or, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, I know they get really tender and yeah, tight yeah, and full. Okay, interesting. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like we should have a bloke here that can answer Yeah, I know, questions. we should, we should. I do have a, a friend that I could probably ask, but he's not with us. So we're probably doing our best. Okay. Well, you are. Thank All you right. for enlightening me. <laughs> My scope of yeah. male. I assume and I, I would love to be um proven wrong that men 
predominantly like to be the dominant one. I know there's like dominatrix and like weird. Oh yes, and um yeah yes and yeah whatever dog kind of harness that. Yeah, but majority of the time when you've experienced sex with a man, is it that they kind of take the lead and they prefer to be more dominant? I, from my experience, um, it's been very shared. Yeah. Okay. So um. Like I like to take my turn in being dominant, I suppose. Yeah. But I suppose, I suppose mostly the man is dominant. But um, they'd always definitely encourage to like. I think I've got a bad rap hands. in my mind. I've got a really bad of male kind of impression. Yeah. yeah, probably because, and we'll segue to this beautiful mm. segue Liv, to porn. Um, but wait, because I was gonna say I've got friends that are like so insecure about themselves they won't like say for example go on top or whatever so they're literally just like they don't feel like they How can do you mean into like their size the penis but, size or uh no like female friends they don't want to go on top of the male like they don't want to take charge and you know be the lead I suppose or be dominant but what explain that more I don't understand um okay so I suppose in general I would think that um, the males are usually like the one that are like putting the girl in position and they're um, moving them around and they're yeah. doing all of the physical work. Um, and I have female friends that have said, oh, I can't, you know, go on top of them as in like climb on top or I can't, you know, be sexy or I can't do all those things because they're so insecure. And I've heard that that's quite in their, common. In their body. Yeah. And with their partner. But they're already naked and yeah. they're already doing one of the most intimate acts they can yeah. do as a human. One of them has been um, married for, it'll be over 10 years and has two kids and she still <gasps> couldn't. She's one that like is always asking me multiple questions about sex and whatnot cause she, and she just finds it so fascinating that I yeah. can say whatever and I'm like, well, it's oh, no that's shame. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. But also for the man, I think. Yes. Like... How much well, as well, I think there was nothing more sexy than someone who is confident Confidence, in their skin. Exactly. It's it's actually a bit of a turn off when someone I've had it only look a, at me. a few times yeah. when they want the lights off. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Or they don't yeah, you can just tell they're not comfortable in their skin, yeah. which is heartbreaking because I'm assuming mm. if the other person has got to that point of I mean, I'm, again, I'm speaking from experience where alcohol or drugs has not been involved because yeah. I've never had alcohol or drugs. Yeah. So, but I'm assuming that if you've got to a point of you've both undressed mm. or, you know, you're, you've made out enough, you've, there's been enough foreplay mm. that, and if this is conceptual, um, mm. consensual, sorry. Consensual. <laughs> consensual. Um, <laughs> new word. Um, that they would want to be in that position with you, that they wouldn't be turned off Well, they want to have sex with you, but they don't necessarily want to take the reins, I suppose, or not confident. No, I'm thinking about the other person would appreciate Oh, yeah, they, yeah, she has said to me, she's like, oh, all he wants is for me to, like, go on top or come out in a sexy outfit. Okay, I think your friend needs my sex therapist Yeah, I'll pass it on after. Wow. But that's not, she's not the only one. I've heard, like, it's quite common. Yeah. I think the only... And maybe I'm very fortunate in this. The only reservations I've had is that I haven't been able to be experienced enough to give the other person a really good time. Yeah. So that's the only time I felt icky or uncomfortable. I remember I did a long-distance relationship with a lady in Sydney. Mm. And the first time after four months of kind of online dating and flirting, and we did a bit of um, video sex, I guess you'd call it, where 
we were just both touching each other and it, that was really hot, but obviously hadn't met in person. Yeah, yeah. Within hours, we were up in her mezzanine bedroom doing all sorts. And one of the first things we did was 69 position, ironically. Yeah. Well, your, <laughs> your shirt position. I'd never done that before. Yeah. And I, only after the fact, like hours later, I was like, oh, oh I, I hope I was all right. I didn't want it to be bad. And she was like, are you kidding? It was really hot. It was amazing. And yeah. I said, I've never done it before. And I think that leads to a really important uh, point that you need to just kind of ask or check or communicate. Like, I think so many people jump into sex and just have all the assumptions Mm. and or just think either I know what I'm doing enough, so therefore I'm just going to trust that I'm good enough. Yeah. Like, every single body is different every yeah. single yeah, person responds differently yeah. every person I'm super sensitive and I'm always more inclined to want sensual yeah. slow very conscious touch yeah whereas sexual partners I've had in the past want it really hard and fast and kind of mm. like vigorous so I think like anything in life every single person is different yeah. approach to one thing for some person yeah. might not be the same for another and it's exactly the same with sex you rubbing someone's clit at one time might not be the same for no. anyone else some blo- bloke might like a head job other people won't you know yeah. like it, you can't just it's not one size fits all and so I think it's so important to have that conversation early on to be firstly the most important part is if there's any like solid boundaries of is there yes. you know I think that's yeah. important because I've had a bit of trauma in the yeah. past sadly more women than not yeah. have experienced some sort of sexual assault or abuse mm. in their life yeah. which is horrific but yeah. it's just the case and I'm also in that category Mm. and so personally I find it very confronting when someone's on top of me Mm. and sometimes I have to just kind of bail or push away or um I shut down yeah and it's so important to communicate that but also to prepare the other person so that they don't feel in the moment that they're being rejected or they're in the wrong like it's so bad when you might react in a certain way or if a guy gets soft Mm. because they have anxiety or they've got their own emotional stuff going on Mm. the woman might think oh shit he doesn't find me attractive oh big time so I think there is an awkwardness sometimes with talking during about or just about sex but I think it is so important and necessary Mm. it's it just makes the whole experience more relaxed Mm. because I think not only like I mean for me I would want to find out what any hard boundaries are, like no-go zones. But also the whole idea, I mean, I personally get turned on from someone else being turned on. So the more they're turned on, the more I'm turned on and carry on. Generic quality, you hope. Yeah. But, like, I'm there, like, you want to please your sexual partner. So you want to know what, like. And there's so much fun as well in suggesting something, kind of floating ideas, Mm. pushing pushing the boundaries or finding out that you both love anal. Like, I yeah. love anal. Yeah, yeah. And finding out that partners love too. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Like, yeah, exactly. I can't wait to try that. But yeah. also, I've had problems in the past where certain hard boundaries have been there, which, for me, have actually led to me being disappointed in mm. sex and actually realised we're not sexually compatible, which is fine. Mm. But it's, get, it's good to know these things before, you know, maybe get into a serious committed emotional yeah. relationship if you know that I didn't know until months into a relationship that there was some big differences in my sexual 
preferences with my ex. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just I just think we need to talk about it more, and it doesn't have to be in a really kind of business like mm. weird awkward way. It can just be in a sexual flirty, yeah, casual kind of, kind of conversation. I think yeah. I think that's actually a pro and there's not many but pro to online dating now is that you've kind of like you do have those conversations you know via text or via yeah apps or whatever early on sometimes not always but sometimes before you've even met the person this leads to another question and you just reminded me why do men Mm. feel that it's appropriate or wanted to receive a dick pic I do or not send know. a dick pic. I cannot answer that because one for you, Liv. No I sense. do not understand. But if I fancy someone, I ain't getting my flap out <laughs> and putting flash on. I and have like received over my camera. so many dick pics. I have never sent a photo of Have my you ever vagina. asked a man why they do it? There's, no, well, I've, I've received unwanted ones and I've received but what? not so... I think so I've been in conversations with it and like a bit of what do you call it sexting yeah so yeah, you're yeah. kind of like you're yeah, at yeah. home and you're like messaging yeah, yeah. them like oh, yeah, yeah. I wish you were here rah, rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm doing what are you doing yeah. rah, rah. and then they'll be like oh I'm hard for you and then you're like oh the really so, and then they'll send it sometimes less is more and you want the suspense. oh yeah yeah like men don't think that way I don't think <laughs> I think men if there's any men listening <laughs> Sometimes you need to not know the whole picture. You, oh, yeah, You want to be able yeah. to have the surprise mystery. and the mystery yeah. and the... But I've had um, dick pics before I've even had a conversation. Wow. I've literally had the first message be a dick pic. To those, me, those men, that's an unwanted, unsolicited yeah. dick well, that's pic. A, and no I would one wants say that. that's almost abusive. I think it is actually illegal now. Yeah. I um, Definitely frowned upon. It like kind of I feel a bit sorry for guys that feel the need to do that as well because it's like almost that's their only asset. That's yeah. their trump card. That's well, usually know. it's big. Um yeah. and usually they have no brain cells. They can't have a conversation. Right. So that's all they've got. <laughs> but it's take this or, Lead or leave it. What you've, yeah. Yeah. Um that leads to the another thing in that I'm assuming, because I, I use dildos and I've had many yeah. different size dildos yeah. in the past. So if you're not sure what a dildo is, but it's just like a a rubber or synthetic silicone penis. And, um, and they come can, in all shapes and sizes well, and colours. Because you can choose. Because yeah. sometimes you want a small one to yeah. use in the bum. Sometimes yeah. you want a large one. Sometimes yeah. you want a small one when in the uh, vulva, but you don't actually... Um, you know, sometimes you want a little All one with a yeah. finger, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's brilliant. Because sometimes you want to use them on your partner. Absolutely. <laughs> there's one for every day of the week. And yeah. you can swap and change. And it's. Mm. I think that's where, unfortunately, having a real one... I think you can buy add-ons. You can buy, like, little... Add-ons? To, yeah. I was at the what, sex shop like the other day. on top of a penis? Yes. Wow. I think that would just take a strong man. Isn't to, that a penis pump? No, there's like almost like an ex- like hair extension. Girls <laughs> <laughs> are out there getting lashes and art and hair extensions. Yeah, and men are getting. I don't. I penis can't speak extensions. for the pump. I don't oh, know I really want to Google that. But the pe- the penis pump works. Have you seen Magic Mark? No, they do it in that. <laughs> and you see it like on camera. You see it like growing up the tube. <laughs> How does that work? I guess it's like just um, increases blood flow to the area. 
Right. But it wouldn't get... You know, like, cupping, like, yeah, with muscles. Yeah, but it wouldn't get bigger stuff. than your biggest, naturally. I think it does extend oh. it a bit, but I can't... I can't. Yeah, I'm no right. professional. I don't know the science behind it. No. <laughs> right. Oh, anyway. And then, as well, I did see that in a movie, so... Yeah. Take it with a pinch of salt. Probably a bit of... <laughs> Um, what's it called? Cinematic. <laughs> yeah, enhancement. Um, so, yeah, size, though, mm. actually can be too big, can't it? Like, you don't want... I actually tried to have sex with a guy. He's a Welsh man, lovely. Yeah. And we did Camp America together. He was just one of the counsellors there and became really good friends. And this was a, one of my phases where I wanted to check again, just yeah. try with a guy. <laughs> I think he was my third or second, I think it was my second try with a guy. And he was so big that mm. he, there was no way that was going anywhere near up, up yeah. inside of me. Like, I so girthy. And I just thought, good Lord, how, how could anyone, ma- like, handle this? But that must be bigger than, like, any dildo you've seen. Huge. Yeah. Absolutely ginormous. Yeah, okay, I've never seen one Girthy like and hung like a horse. I've never experience that so that in that regard being too big would mm. be an inconvenience oh I had, definitely i had a housemate that was a very small lady whose fiance was a, a big black guy yeah and she said which i didn't really want to know this information they had to do it every week to stretch her so she could like handle him oh wow yeah because it was she was so small wow and you do look at like six foot five blokes and little ones and you think oh yeah how does that work yeah but hopefully they're gentle. Yeah, no, I don't know. I've never had... I know that, like, I've had, like, some that are, like, I can think of a specific person in my head right now who's got, like, quite a thick penis. It's not mm. necessarily extremely long, yeah. but it's thick. And so you, there's, like, obviously you feel a difference there. But I think, in general, it's more about how you do use it. Yeah. It's not... This is for me, solely for me, and I've never experienced a really big one, but it's about what you do with it. Not the yeah. size of it. How much is for, would you say, is internal penetration mm-hmm. with the penis versus, say, doing oral, doing a hand job, doing, like, the man pleasuring you with his fingers? Like, mm-hmm. how much is it like? As in, like, like during a sexual... Yeah, so sexual... I know there's no average because it's so different. <laughs> oh, that's but what I'm... I was going to say. It's different with everyone. Yeah, but some men, just do any men use their hands? Because hands... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, oh, yeah, yeah. Good. I prefer that. I think most women probably do, but yeah. I, I just have this vision of men going, right, this is my asset. I'm just going to get it in her as quick as I can. Oh, no, no. Get the job done. No. Oh, good, that gives me... Yeah. I've just been with shit men then. <laughs> yeah. I picked my well, four really you badly. Get, you get the one that has, like, the, the elephant penis, though. Well, because I, I felt comfortable enough with him. Oh, okay. He was just a mate. Like, I... It's it's a bit of a weird thing to be like, hey, I'm a lesbian, um, but I actually just want to try with a guy. Oh, yeah, you'd have but to. But then have. they love that as well, which... Yeah, I'm they do. Like, oh, God. Yeah. And they think... I think probably people think I've lied. Yeah. Um, yeah, I once put, went on, when I was single, went on a dating app. Actually, I was in a relationship as well. We tried it with a threesome situation, but, and just say, look, I'm a lesbian, but I, I have this urge, still itch, mm. I want to scratch every yeah. now and then. And I don't know whether if I had said that, there would be as many offers, but it's like yeah. every single man is like, here's my dick, take it, take it, take yeah. it. So no, I, from my personal experience, it has, um, like, they definitely avoid that to start with. There's definitely lots of oral, lots of hand play, yeah. fingering. 
yeah. and job, you know, all of that kind of thing before. And yeah. then it's kind of like, um, yeah, I suppose he, I, I think now that I think about it, each man kind of knows how long they're going to last. So some people will um, extend the pre penis part yes. a long time before okay. and then they don't last very long of course because men can only go once that was my next no. question because some men are like give me a couple of minutes and they'll go again that was my question That's how my long favorite. does it take <laughs> of course yes because who doesn't love a multiple orgasm or, yeah. a, or multiple orgasms? but then there's definitely some men that are like um stop and like so you'll be intimate whatnot i'll have an orgasm and then they'll stop mm. so they'll go soft and then after a little while then they'll start up again because they can only come so a little once. while like half an hour oh no minutes? not that long yeah oh yeah cool i did see this little clip of cara delavine she's a supermodel she's gay but okay she know. went and um, got her blood test done before and after she masturbated to see the different hormones in oh, the body cool. yeah and it proved that there was a I'm not going to say this right, but a cannabis style, cannabisoid kind of style oh. hormone that happens after you climax. Yeah. Which makes you sleepy, which is presumably a, a, a thing designed so that you relax, so that you can become more likely to get pregnant. Yeah. You know, once oh, you, the sperm is put yeah. inside you and it's all about procreation. And I use that technique sometimes, not obviously for procreation but um sometimes if i can't sleep i'll masturbate and then i fall asleep yes and that's why but it also means that if you want to go all night the more you do it the more tired you're going to get because it's literally it chills you out oh yeah and it's also why when you have sex and you fall you just fall into the best positions you're like how the fuck am i so comfortable yeah and it's because your whole body has this kind of like relaxing yeah that's true in it yeah i didn't know that that's yes Isn't it amazing? Like, yeah. your post-orgasm position is some of the comfiest lying yeah. positions you'll yeah. ever find yourself in. I would agree. I've only just, just clicked onto that Yeah. Now. Thanks, Liv. It's just, oh, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, I've just remembered earlier I was going to tell you a story when we were talking about pubic hair. Yes. And then you talked about how long someone would last, and it reminded me of that okay. same story, right? So can I just double back to that? Please, please. I was with this guy once, and I met him at a pub, and then he worked at the pub, so he worked behind the bar. Oh, I probably shouldn't give out too much information. No, just the facts. <laughs> and then um, then I, um, you know, there was a bit of flirting and whatnot over the bar. Um, and then we exchanged numbers and there was a bit of texting. But he was um, recently separated and he didn't want to, you know, yeah, it was messy. So we stayed apart and then I bumped into him again later at a different venue. Um, but nothing happened. So it was like this big lead up like over time. So we'd kind of like bumped into each other. Nothing happened. Bumped into each other. Nothing happened. Bumped in, you know, that kind of thing. And eventually it happened, right? And he comes around to my house. Um, he was like, I'm on my way. And he comes around to my house and I was like, okay, sweet. And it was, it was definitely booty call, like late at night. And he's on his way and um, he... Let's just say it was. It didn't last long. He was really loud. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> and when he, um, I'm not you know going to kink shame anybody, but when he ejaculated, he was like, just made this horrendous noise that like almost scared me. Like I was like, oh god. And he had like never done any maintenance yeah. down there in any way in his life. Yeah. So he was hairy. What a catch. He didn't last long. Great one Oh, it was just disgusting. Yeah. And we've then, all had them. Oh, we? but he talks a big game and the confidence and everything mm. that he walks around with. I was like, oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's important to admit and acknowledge that a bit like having a bad meal, mm. you're going to have bad sexual oh, experiences. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think it's just important to keep having sex. Yeah. Like, to, so you grow in confidence, you know what you want. It took me yeah. years to know what I I wanted out of a sexual experience. Yeah, but also me too. It's almost like um, training. You know, yeah. you're actually... Yeah helping your future partners yeah, by having yeah. more sex. I know there's this whole stigma around girls being sluts. and No, how's the stigma around girls, um, pr- um, like, faking an orgasm? I'm like, don't fake it. Because yes. then they're going to think that they're doing something right yeah. that isn't Completely. good for you. Yeah. And then they're going to continue to do yeah. it next time and not satisfy you. Yeah. I've never understood that. Well, that just go- talks to people's shame around. Yeah, confidence. Because some people yeah. as well... Don't have never orgasmed. Yeah, it's no, not no. a given that you you have the ability or yeah. vagorasmus or something. I can't remember the exact term, but you know, there's all these these a lot of emotional psychological reasons why people can't experience sexual pleasure, and I think that's possibly why some people don't touch themselves because yeah. they don't love themselves, they don't feel comfortable, they don't. They, there's this like ick factor. Yeah, with that's it, that's a shame. But I think like it's <laughs> such a shame. But I've actually only found like in particular masturbation. I've only found that in recent years, and what? I love it. Oh really? Yeah. When I was younger, yeah. again, like I would go back to the shame thing and the slut thing. Like I thought it was dirty to do that. Yeah. Now I'm like. Well, hopefully by having conversations like this. It, actually shows that it's not dirty it's, yeah I think it's healthy yeah. I find it fascinating and almost unusual bizarre I'm not quite sure mm. how, when when I hear that people don't my my first thought is why mm. you know what what's going on for you that you feel you can't or mm. you don't like it or you don't get any s- stimulation from it but I think it's so important because... And I think they should... Ex- Sorry to cut you off. No, I think yeah. that they should explore why they don't want to. Yeah. And if usually it's to do with shame or embarrassment, I think they should explore that for themselves. Oh, have a consider, like, think, why am I ashamed 100%. of that? Why am I embarrassed of that? Yeah. It's literally just you and no one else around. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you have to lose? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I think there's also, I saw this program, what, is it too hot to handle? I say program. Oh, yeah. Sort of like reality show, but oh, yeah. they were doing a Yoni check, which is, a Yoni yeah, is another yeah. word for your, I say vulva because I re- recently learned that it's not actually your, your vagina. Your vagina, vagina is solely just the... Yeah. Um, and looking at it, and I was amazed that I was like, well, why is the thing? Surely everyone's looked mm. at it, but no. Yeah. Some people are completely not in touch with their no. body. Which I, as a person who's suffered with eating disorders and body image mm. problems and anorexia for 10 years in my youth, yeah. I cannot advocate enough how important it is to get familiar with yourself inside and outside. Yeah, yeah. I inside would... in terms of your emotions, not like you don't need to look, get a torch up your back. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as well, like, just in your skin. Like, yeah. touching yourself is such a wonderful way to connect to yourself yeah. and I think it's so important and yeah it's only going to help you to know what you like and that you can give that information to your sexual partners yeah um 100% are there any questions that you want to ask about women with women and how that works I know that some people probably are like what even do you do um but maybe we're a bit beyond that maybe that's yeah in this day and age people know 
I guess it's I definitely don't know, but I, I, again, I think I go back to like, well, it's all down to the person. What, yeah, what um, it turns on each person. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Generally, generally speaking, most people have sensory nodes or mm. you know, like sensitive areas in the same places. Generic kind of from your pubic region down past through your gooch through to the back hole yeah. is there's all sexual sensory areas so yeah. they're all options bits to explore obviously with <laughs> women as well a lot of mm. women have sensitivity through nipples so mm. i can come from just oh, nipple yeah. stimulation which yeah. is awesome i know that yeah. some people don't have stimulation there but it's very common so yeah. guys if you want to you know <laughs> try something else the entire body yes 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. Yeah. um i suppose for my thoughts would be like for two females I would imagine that there's a lot of like um I suppose like fingering for want of a better word and I suppose a lot of um oral Mm. is there much penetration at all probably again different for every person if we were to put it in order I would say probably majority just clitoral stimulation because most women will come from clitoral stimulation over anything but um definitely putting a finger in a thumb in yeah a dildo a strap on something inside obviously you can do clitoral stimulation internal penetration and have something up the bum as well yeah so those three i'm gonna um, cough sorry everyone (coughs) um oral personally i'm only really a fan of oral when i know it's clean yeah because i am a woman and because i have a (laughs) menstrual cycle and because i you know know what it's like to have discharge or i've had sweat there or you know normal yeah we i think women generally probably have more that comes out of that area than men so i wouldn't want anyone to go down on me off the back of a work day or i've just come in from training some people have and i'm like I do, but I I can't feel comfortable receiving that. So, and some people, if they eat something like you're the the, I've called it juices. I don't really know what to call it. Yeah, vaginal fluid. Sorry, that's the right word. (laughs) Juices. Don't say juices. No, so sorry. Um, I don't think I've ever called it that either. Anyway, the vaginal fluids. Um, it's not much better, but change in taste. Um, viscosity and odor odor so sometimes it's just not that pleasant yeah yeah um other times it's the biggest turn on like all i want to do is go down yeah so it's it's a preference but yeah probably cool stimulation penetration uh, and then giving oral and then i'm a little bit obsessed with the bum so (laughs) i might do all of the all of the above around the back as well um what was it and nipples oh my god and boobs Uh, i can't get enough yeah 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 yeah. um i was gonna say i've been uh, like in a threesome that i've experienced which was two females one male i um went down on the female or or Mm. there was oral i don't know what the correct term is i think going down yeah Yeah, yeah. that's what i would have said going down i went down on her um and just like and she like she was clearly like um, showered and like she was clean and everything but just I just knew that I was like it's a vagina and I was like and just the odor which was like yes. not not saying she's dirty at all but just the odor general odor of a vagina I was like this is just so like that was the moment where I'm like I'm straight 
Yeah, okay. Was it, yeah, intense, like unpleasant? Um, no, I enjoyed it because, like I said earlier, I get turned on from a male being turned on, my sexual partner male being turned right. on. So he was loving it. Okay. So I was still able to enjoy it, but I just yeah. had that same moment or realisation of, yeah. like, this isn't for me. Yeah. It's, and it's, it can change for person. Like, there's some women I've been with who mm. I've really struggled to enjoy going down on them. Yeah. And there's other women who I'm just, like, surprised myself. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm loving this. Yeah, yeah. So, I've actually had that conversation with a male before. I was like, I said to him, I was like, oh, I don't, like, I knew I didn't like females because of that moment. Yeah, and he but goes, she oh, may, it's different for everyone. And she also may have been not healthy. So, unfortunately, if you're on medication... That usually really changes oh. the effects of the the odor, the viscosity, the the what? wetness. You've said that multiple times now. Viscosity, thickness. Oh. So sometimes it can be quite thick, which oh. can be quite off putting. Yeah. You honestly, I use my own moisture a lot. Yeah. To kind of not clean it. That sounds so. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, if you're worried about, like, if if you know that someone hasn't showered in a few hours. Mm. then it's a bit of a technique I might spit on them or mm. just use a lot of my saliva for your first few licks yeah and it kind of reassures me that then if there's anything there <laughs> it's gonna probably have got it away <laughs> like, yeah okay. no I know, I know I'm, maybe I'm giving away I don't I'm sure others do yeah that. no I, yeah um no, yeah usually that's not necessary I, but at the odd time you might get a little bit of tissue paper or you yeah, might get yeah a little hair or you you might just be a little bit you can just sense that it's not super clean instead of going oh my god yeah and embarrassing her you just in a really discreet way yeah. just sort of maybe sexually spit on the area or just yeah yeah and um yeah anyway i can't remember did you ask a question i got i think we were talking about um is there much penetration mm. in terms of um females but I think because obviously the fingers mm. aren't the same but I think size as a male penis. Yeah. I find I'm quite a tall woman. Yeah. That I'm assuming my cavity, would we call it? The uh, vagina, the kind yeah. of the length is yeah. quite long compared yeah. to a shorter woman. I don't know if that's anatomically yeah, yeah. how it works. Yeah. But I find that actually sometimes a finger isn't long enough. And so you can put two or three in to get the broadness, the, mm. the girth, but... There's not as much sensory feeling around the yeah. inside of me. So yeah. unless it's... I suppose if that's the way that you orgasm, then you would penetrate. But I suppose mainly... Well, most people orgasm from external stimulation. Yeah, so I was going to say, you probably wouldn't need penetration yeah. much in two females because it's, it's more, more the I think the though. thought of it necessarily than the feeling. So sometimes oh, yeah. the thought of someone being inside me, whether it's their hand or their tongue or a, a dildo or a yeah, toy... Yeah in itself makes me more aroused yeah got so i think that speaks as well to if you have a really good imagination then sex can be incredible i'm mm. sure we've all had and thankfully it's not happened anytime recently but in the past where you have to mentally or imagine yourself somewhere completely different even mm. with a different person mm. um often when you masturbate obviously it's not you're not always thinking about the same person or the oh, same yeah, situation. Like yeah. often you yeah. allow your mind to go to places that you wouldn't actually go to in real life. Yeah. But it's kind of taboo and a bit naughty and a bit yeah, edgy. I yeah, definitely. And I, I only masturbate 
um, sorry, I only think about two men when I masturbate, which is still bizarre to me. And I've asked my therapist about this um, because I'm like, well, I'm definitely a lesbian. I definitely like having intimacy with with, with sexual experiences with women, but nothing arouses me more. And it's still on my, like, I really want to do it list to observe two men having sex I yeah. think it's so hot and I watch that in porn and yeah, it doesn't I've quite make sense but porn. she said things that are most um, frowned upon taboo. or taboo, taboo. taboo. <laughs> <laughs> most taboo, taboo yeah, are quite a more arousing yeah because it's naughty not, and yeah. it's frowned upon you're like oh absolutely yeah, bit, yeah. nothing gets me off like watching men gay wrestle yeah and have sex <laughs> I've definitely watched a lot of, um, yeah, gay porn, I think. So lesbian or male? No, male, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched it. I, I think, think that's probably the one genre I haven't... Ex- lesbian? Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, just watch it with a pinch of salt. There's a lot of like, ah, ah, Yeah, ah, I think... Ah, ah. you're like, <laughs> I think you do it. I think especially most porn sites are like so targeted at men. So it would be like two girls just being ridiculous to impress. Oh, it's so awkward. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't like it because I'm like, that's not actually real. So much porn, that, that what you just, the, uh, uh, <laughs> like, it's so common in porn to, for the girl to be so vocal and you're just like, it's yeah. not real. Like, you're clearly putting that. Well, One thing I, I looked for the other day, and obviously porn spans a whole spectrum of oh, people's. Oh, yeah. It's an endless oh, but tunnel. <laughs> I could not find, mm-hmm. I typed in so many different ways. And I am dyslexic, but they're not mm-hmm. hard spelling, so I oh, got yeah, it right. You, you don't have to be intelligent. No, to I typed in woman watching two men, because that's for me, is what I want to do in life. Yeah. There is no, I could not find oh. any porn where there's a woman enjoying watching two men. It was always What's two that? men dominating a woman, or no. like a woman being involved, but the man too like penetrating at the same time. I was like, why can't there just be woman? There must where be they're a word. in the driving seat, or they're the... Do you know what that word is? I can't think of it. But um, where there's a male and a female having sex, and, like, a male's watching. It's like... Oh, yeah, no, I think I know what you mean, but um, I can't think of it. The there's definitely a word for it. I'm going to find out. But there's a, there's a word for that one. But then there must be, like, when there's two men yeah. watching, there must be the word for a female. Well, I'll find out. Okay. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Google much. this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there must be in there. I think there's everything in porn. I think there's every possible sexual experience, whether it be legal or not legal, yeah. taboo or not Well, taboo. I listened to an uh, amazing, it's The Hookup. So yes. it's a um, brilliant podcast called The Hookup, and they interviewed one of the top porn stars in the world. Yeah. And she was talking about how, like, it's so rare. There obviously is abuse and issues and, mm. and things in the porn industry just like in any industry there's, yes. there's foul play yeah. but she said most women love it and there's so much around consent and paperwork oh, yeah, and yeah. agreeing and boundary setting and blah, 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 which really reassures me because I before listening to that podcast I was like oh god all these poor people are just like being forced to do these things oh, and she said no. it's actually less common than than you'd make out so what you were thinking that a lot of porn you will well like that's available is girls being forced yeah oh but maybe that's I just never thought that because i you hate men well you don't hate men I but don't you hate men. you have a stigma no, against this even this conversation has made world. me feel um 
hopeful and... Don't get me wrong, there's definitely some jerks out there. I think, unfortunately, some of my earlier experiences with men have been abuse. Yeah. So obviously I'm not then going to... Yeah, that's fair. ...jump into that that with a good mindset. But also, just the way that men seem to be ruled by their penis a lot of the time. Yeah. The one I find challenging... A lot, and I've oh my goodness, just seen the time. We'll, we'll wrap up, but the sort of chat <laughs> is older generation, so kind of that 40 plus getting into 50, 60 year old men. It's sort of, I feel like they think it's some sort of compliment mm. to, to give a sexual uh, comment or to praise you about your looks oh, yeah. or to say something sexual that is like, sleazy, I, yeah. It? And I just yeah. feel like. If I'm unlikely to say the same thing to you back, it shouldn't be said. Yeah. So have a think, guys. Mm. I is a schoolgirl. So when I was at school, I used to get off the train, walk up the tithing. It's about a mile. And there was an actual lorry that crashed mm. because he wolf whistled out the window, looked at myself and my friends, and then um, tail-ended the cars in front of yeah. him. Like, it's yeah. a massive carrier lorry. I'm like... Why are you so, like, sexually driven that you can't mm. even keep your eyes on the road? And I'm yeah. a schoolgirl in a school uniform. Yeah. And it's been like that constantly, to the point where sometimes I have actually made myself deliberately look ugly, or I've deliberately mm. not done my hair, or I've deliberately put on some shitty clothes, or... Yeah. Like, I've tried to... And that's common for victims of abuse. Yeah, yeah, because I feel more empowered, and I heard a fascinating um, conversation. This is years and years and years ago on the radio about this lady that converted to um, Muslim, Mm. sorry Islam, Mm. and she wore the hijab, and she would sometimes wear the full burqa, and Mm -hmm. she said she felt more empowered because she was denying men the opportunity to look at her, look at her. Yeah, and I felt that so many times. Mm. So I'm like. I can see you like undressing me with your eyes and it is disgusting. Mm. And I also feel that sometimes men, uh, it's almost like they want to be seen to be looking at you. Like I check out women all the time. I check out some men. I check out people. Like I think it's, it's human nature to uh, notice someone who's super attractive and and think, Ooh, I wonder what they look like naked or Ooh, they're really hot or wow. I'm really appreciating the shape of their body. Yeah. But generally, I think women do it in a really discreet, polite way that doesn't make the other person feel anything. But do you But feel... I feel like men want to be seen to be looking at you, and it's like, why are you wanting me to notice? But has there ever been, like, sleazy women? Like, you've never come across a sleazy female? No. Never? No. Mm. Well, there's definitely... I was going to say, there's definitely I've sleazy men. I had one men. occasion at Pride, yeah. um, years and years and years ago, and it was... She was very drunk, and actually I was there with someone else, and the other person I was with, we weren't in a relationship at that point, we, we were only on a date, mm. but she came over and said, look, she's with me, she's kind of my... And I felt really weird. Two things. One, I felt like, I'm not owned by you. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm my own yeah. person, I can stand up for myself, yeah. thank you very much. But I think it was more alcohol that fueled that. But yeah. No, I, th- I genuinely feel like if, if a woman has checked me out, they've obviously done it in a very discreet, respectful way where I've not noticed. Yeah. There's definitely um, sleazy men. I'm not going to like deny that at all, but there's definitely beautiful humans out there, males out there as well. 
Yeah. Um, and definitely do check you out discreetly and whatever else. Yeah. Um, I think it is important, and I'm aware that we've, we're probably running out of time, but to just... If there's any men listening, and I de- the thing is, I don't think there'll be any men listening to this that <laughs> would be needing to hear this. Yeah. You know, only probably nice, lovely men would, would be listening <laughs> to this. But is just think about how it will make the woman feel. Like, you might think you're giving a compliment, mm. but actually... Well, I think just imagine that you were saying it to your sister or your mum or... Or your you daughter. Know, yeah, or your daughter, yeah. Like, yeah. would you want them to hear it? Because I've said to, I've asked people, I've actually asked a man before, mm. I can't remember the context, but I was like, why do you wolf whistle? Like, why do men wolf whistle? Like, what are they trying to achieve? Mm. And he said, Liv, they're not thinking, that's the problem. Mm. But I've been wolf whistled at before and I just took it as a compliment. Uh, I suppose it's in how you want to receive it. Yeah. I just don't I think do. too much of it. Just go, yeah, I'm fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, maybe I need to do that. <laughs> but it's not like, yeah, I, I kind of feel like they don't get a right to like you don't you don't get to perv on me because yeah. I'm not perving on you. Like if it was mutually exclusive, yeah. Like I'm not my body is not for you to gawp at and get aroused by. Yeah. But some women do want to feel good by knowing that they are being looked at sexually yeah so that's a whole different mm, that's a whole another episode. Whole episode. <laughs> whole episode so should we wrap up yeah fabulous have i answered all your questions i think so there's a lot there's a, we haven't really touched on how women's sexual desire probably changes more throughout a month just because of their cycle oh, their yeah, hormones um but any women listening will know that like yeah. sometimes you're horny as fuck when we've got our period yeah yes like a few days before and during you're like damn Mm. it but also that I will just say on that some women are so anti the idea of having any sex during their period I'm totally cool with it oh I'm so against it yeah okay not against it I've just never had sex on my period but I assume because you're assuming that that's a man gonna penetrate you and therefore you feel like that might be a bit bloody and messy oh yeah whereas there's ways around it where yeah, if a we man got a vibrator could, out that'd be a completely different a story. man could totally satisfy you sexually when well, you're on your period no, without sticking his dick in well that's a total stigma every time I've ever said oh I don't I can't have sex or whatever they've gone oh let's do anal then <gasps> Oh, wow. That's a nice note Guys, to end on. there is more than just sticking your penis in a hole. Or they'll, they'll go, yeah, all the comments of like, oh, well, you've got two holes. Or when the river runs red, take the dirt track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, men. Wow. Look, there's some good ones and there's some bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a happy note to end on. Mm. Yeah. What I would say, I'm going to... Have a think if you can end on one little. I'm throwing you under the bus here, but mm. a little thing for, to leave, a little parting gift. <laughs> Aside from just the river run red for the, for the anal reference, I am gonna say that if you've never tried masturbation or if you've never had a vibrator in your life, yeah, give it a go. But a vibrator can become a little bit too much of a feature. Like you can get lazy because vibrators are so good. Oh, Some yeah. of them these days. So yeah. I would. I've fallen prey to this is that 
I just get really lazy and I've forgotten to touch myself. So now I have a rule that every fifth time, yeah. I'm not allowed to use my vibrator. But for your Christmas gift, if you've <laughs> never tried, go treat yourself. Go to the sex shop. The mm. people in there are lovely because yeah. they're totally open and comfortable about all things sex. Like the last time I went in, I got a couple of smaller um, dildos for um, anal. Yeah. And just really beautiful, lovely, relaxed conversation. No one's yeah. going to be like, oh my God. No, like, God, no, they're like, it's like anything. talking about, do you want to buy a banana or an orange today yeah. at the checkout? You know, 100%. It's the same thing. And it's yeah. totally um, fascinating as well. Like, yeah. I, I just, I said, no, I'm just browsing. And literally, I thought, I am here. I'm just going to browse. And I saw things and I asked questions like, oh, what, yeah. what do you do with this? Yeah. That's why I heard about the penis extensor oh, that you yeah. wear during yeah. penetration. Yeah. A bit like putting heels on for your penis. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, and as well, you would, um, on that, vibrators have different settings. So there are some settings that I think might be too intense for some people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Have Mine's there. just set on the same setting. Yeah, I go to my same one as well. Even though it's advertised as like 150 different settings. I'm like, just the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, my advice is going to be, um, or advice, but, you know, my happy thing would be to openly discuss sex yes um it's not as dirty and taboo as it um i think we think it always um whether it be with friends or your partner or a potential partner yeah i think just um be a bit more comfortable with talking about what turns you on 100 um, and asking your partner what turns them on yeah and then you're going to feel more empowered during yeah. sex you're going to feel safer yeah. because for a lot of people sex is a very vulnerable yeah. act have the conversation beforehand be like what would you like what would you not like this and then while the you're thing. doing it be like oh are you liking that yes. am I doing it right like 100% I love that comment that you just made because if you can't comfortably talk about sex you should not be doing it mm. the act of doing sex is far more intimate intimidating intense than just having a conversation. That would be for some people. Some people would be more comfortable having sex really? and not talking about it. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we can't comment. put everyone in the same no, box. but we? that's such an intimate act. A yeah. conversation's just a conversation. I just feel like if you can't talk about it, then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Fair enough. We haven't touched <laughs> at all on... Unconsensual sex. So, but we've run yeah. out of time. So yeah. we're not we're not going to go into that now. Um, I will. Maybe I'll just post a link to the website of my sex therapist. And if you have any questions, please get in touch via my socials. Yeah. And I can refer on. Obviously, if this has been triggering, then hopefully, yeah. hopefully it hasn't. But, but yeah, reach out if it has been. Lots of different things. Sorry if we didn't mm. answer the questions that you had. <laughs> we did have many different tangents, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> but you can ask. Um, you can ask anytime. Yeah, both either myself or Han. Yeah, we're, we're happy to chat. Reach out. Cool. Thanks, Thanks for Han. having me, Liv. Yeah, all good. <laughs> Bye. Bye.